When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money okay we all ready we are this all ready. is it yeah this is it Big. this is it this Big. is the biggest most you're gonna spend all week the rest of the, the rest of the week ah eh, wasted time this is the good stuff this is talking real money the radio show as opposed to the whatever else it could be. Hello, I'm Don. Over there is Tom. And you are out there because you need help dealing with money. It makes you crazy. It can drive you nuts. And particularly investing. Investing is something that is designed not to uh, work for you, but generally to work for the industry. And we're trying to upend that whole uh, strategy on the part of the financial services community. So here's what we need you to do. We're, we're just chomping at the bit. We're just dying to help you make sense out of your financial life, particularly the investment part. So we would love to have you pick up a phone. I know you have one. Everybody does with them at every second of every day. Give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and let us try to help you get on the right track toward the future. You deserve it. You deserve it more than your stockbroker deserves it. You, it's your money, not theirs. So give us a call, 855-935-TALK. And again, because it is still officially summer. Boy, is it ever. The, it's not that summery. It's pretty summery. It's like sunny it's and nice. 78 70. degrees. I just heard the weather report. Know, it's that's 70. Summer. That's Wow, that's living here in that's Seattle. That's like spring in Florida. Pardon me, it's only 66. Winter. So. Like yeah, winter and flu. I know. I hear you. Anyway, here's the numbers. 855-935-TALK. The Bribe? The Bribe is the best magazine for investors ever created. That is not even hyperbole. That's just fact. It's the only one. There is only one magazine on the entire planet that we have ever found that is totally devoted to nothing but the science of investing and it is called real investing journal and we are the only ones offering it and you're going to get it for free if you call and ask a question not only are you going to get it for free you're not just going to get one you're going to get eight which is two years of them eight five five nine three five talk i know that, that's a deal dude extraordinary i know we're nothing but nice here on talking real money I want to thank nice our friend uh, Rick Gregory and Goofy. Yeah, thank our friend Rick Gregory for having us out at Retirement Roundtable this morning, which was fun. Fun to see many of you. <sighs> was there a table? There was a table, yeah. No, right. was there a round table? Oh, yeah. I think I left too early for that part. That's coming later today. So I had to run okay. off and do the show. So, And, you know, I'm probably yeah. not, I probably don't qualify for the round table. That's above my pay grade. Oh, that's yeah. probably true, too, because yeah. finally, I mean, for the very first time, somebody recognized you were smart. Yeah, that was very kind. I uh... First time in your entire <laughs> life. You were so uh... excited. Tom calls me and he goes, guess what? 
somebody thinks I'm smart. Well, no, I didn't say that. She Actually, said I was smart. She might not think that. Who knows? Well, why she would she say think, it if she, she didn't think nice. it? Nice. Who knows? I mean, she pulled and she said it in front well, of the staff, so they were you know impressed and uh, they wanted to know how much I'd given her. to <laughs> so say that they're gonna like they're gonna like stick around at the at the office for another week or two. Oh well, Tom's actually wow. I, didn't, I thought I could pull the wool over his eyes, but the lady says he's smart. Yeah, it was very kind of her. So it was good. Good presentation. Enjoyed it. I just wish my mother lived to, to hear somebody say that. But so that, it goes. that you're smart. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. by the way. I didn't I didn't say that earlier. You know, I'm, I'm just, I can't be prouder of you than <laughs> uh, being recognized. And by the way, one of the things that what? came up, well, one of the things that came up, because it always does, is uh, because we're on the radio, is should we trust those broadcasters that give us such great information all the time oh, about this? It always I have the comes answer. up. It always comes I up. I have the answer. No. Oh, okay. I was wondering what your answer was going to be. That's a no. shocker. Do you know how often I watch CNBC in the course of... I think a you're just year? glued to it, you know, 23, 20, and three and a half hours a day, probably, huh? Yeah. Uh, in the last year, I can I can tell you, I, I and the only time was when I was at my, my, my mother and stepfather's house, because he turns it on every once in a while to get the political commentary. I've, I have one half an hour. That's in it? In the entire year, and it was, it was, what's the woman's name? Maria Bartiromo? <sighs> No, is oh. it night? It's the the uh, the political woman um, on CNBC. On C- oh no, no that's no. MSNBC. Yeah, that's, oh, then I haven't yeah. watched CNBC at all. Okay, you're really bad. No, viewer. but there is a guy yeah. on there called Jim Kramer. You no oh, doubt are called, glued to his recommendations. Jim Kramer. You're you're not no doubt glued to <laughs> oh, his Jim recommendations. Kramer! Yeah, he's and he's got all kinds Isn't of great ideas. Isn't that his name ideas. actually? He's got all kinds. Who knows? He's got this is broadcasting. He's got all okay. kinds of great ideas for you all the time. You don't pay attention to that. No. Oh, okay. No. Well, that's today we today we will call you Jim Kramer. <laughs> you may be Jim Kramer today. Let us call you Jim. He's may we call you Jim Kramer? Very amusing guy, <laughs> as you know. Very it's, popular. You've, what, you've I, I, how many followers on Twitter does he? As we look this, I up, don't like, know. I, t- I tell you though, million. I do. In some of my classes, I do I make fun bye, bye, of bye, him. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, you do. So coming up in a couple of minutes, we'll talk about. Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, how all those recommendations are doing for him. All those stocks he tells you to buy and sell. Let's talk about it a little bit. Wait a minute. He knows more than anybody. Indeed. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just as there are basic laws that govern our physical world called physics with a PH, there are also basic rules and concepts that impact our finances and investments. I call them financial physics with an F. In fact, eight years ago, I wrote a book about them. For years, I've wanted to create an interactive version of that book to help readers better understand the concepts. So, since it was time for an update, I turned Financial Physics, with an F, into a special interactive multimedia version only on iBooks. It's the only platform that allows that. Because I want everyone to have access to this information, I decided to give this version away. Yes, it's totally free. So, if you have a compatible Apple device, go get your copy of the new interactive book financial physics on ibooks it's totally free and it's available right now in the ibooks store for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money 
because it's really, really important. We're talking about it every Saturday, too, right here on the radio and on the podcast. Oh, my gosh, we're going to have a great podcast for you this week. We've got a ton of really good calls already at 855-935-TALK. That's a 24-hour-a-day number, 855-935-8255. So give us a call on the show or give us a call off the air. But if you call during the show, you get the bribe, which is two free years of Real Investing Journal. Coming up in a little bit, we are going to talk about the man they called Jim Cramer. <laughs> You're not going to let that one go. Okay, good enough. Never. All are right. you kidding? I, how long <laughs> have you known me? Called Cra- a long, have I too long. ever let yeah, Have I true. ever let anything go? Yeah, I probably no, deserve I it. I think so. not. I think not. The man they called Jim Cramer will be discussed later, but no one, no one, not even Jim Cramer, is more important than Ed. Ed, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Ed. Hi, thanks you for taking my call, gentlemen. Our my pleasure. question has to How's do How's that with for an inflation. introduction, Ed? I mean, the most important guy on the planet? Come on. Sorry, I must have been talking when you, when you were talking. Oh, you were apparently. All right. That's okay. Right. I okay. said nice things about you, Ed. It's okay. All right, thank you. Well, I'm an avid listener of your podcast, but I also listen to and read Paul Merriman. And he frequently, and I believe you guys too, talk about the huge difference that earning an extra one-half or one or two percent on your investments can make over a lifetime. And you end up by quoting huge numbers that, you know, at the time you die or in your 90s or whatever, you will have accumulated an additional five or ten or twenty or twenty-five million dollars. The numbers are huge and staggering. So my question is, from a financial education standpoint, and more importantly, from those that, from the standpoint of those that you are trying to educate, wouldn't it be easier to understand and relate to if all this financial planning was done on an after-inflation basis? No, because then what about taxes? <laughs> I mean, there's so many other things you could throw in there that'd be like, well, you could add that factor, and you could. I, I would say no, but Don, you could. I mean. Well, so real here's the problem. Yeah, the problem is 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 even we can sit around and argue about how we define it. You'll get one person who'll tell you, you know, it's CPI, but then they'll say CPI is not fair because it leaves out fuel and hot housing, you know. And the other problem is defining inflation and whether or not we even you you can't count. It's it's predicting the future. It's it's still a predictive exercise. Yes, you want to plan for inflation, but to factor it in to use an actual number is trying to predict the future. We have gone through pretty extended periods of time historically in this country with deflation, with rampant inflation, and with noflation. So, yeah, I think you should plan that it's going to be there because we've had a lot of it. But to factor that and, you know, the other thing we don't do it, we may tell you that if you pay less, you will make more. But the reality is any number you ever hear us give you is a hypothetical, not meant to mean a darn thing kind of number. And when it comes to to people with whom we work, we would never in a billion years or a million years or five million years tell them how much they're going to make. And just to finish the thought here, Ed, so you would you like that better just so that you can be more realistic about how much money you're going to have in a blank period of time? Would that be the reason you'd want to have real I, I think it would make I, I think it would make it easier to relate to and yes I buy your argument that you have to make assumptions and predictions but you have to anyway and 
Um, it's also equally as difficult to project, if I'm 20 years old, how much am I going to need in retirement on a yearly basis? And so if you do Oh, no, and it's not it's difficult. It's literally, it's literally impossible. It, it's truly Agreed. impossible. Yeah. We, we make a, we make an educated guess. And when we guess, we do factor in things like historical inflation. When we actually, if we're sitting down and running numbers, actual numbers, like with a potential client, we will actually in our scenarios factor in inflation. But okay, to do that, to, to, to do that on a, on a caller basis when we're just, talking about you know ten thousand could become a hundred thousand dollars we try to say before inflation and taxes we probably don't always say it and you know it, i hope it's implied uh but uh yeah when you're doing some specific planning we all i i, I don't know about you tom but every time i've seen it done or done it you figure in some sort of an inflationary figure. Well, we uh, yes and no. I mean, we in give actual you, planning. Yeah, in actual planning, we we talk about returns. The problem with that would be that we would we would be saying, yeah, your real rate of return is six, when the entire industry says your your rate of return is ten. Now we're at a huge disadvantage as the only people really only because we're telling straight. the truth, right? Yeah. So that would be. I think that would be problematic. I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, and I think that's it, to consider inflation when you're doing any of this makes sense. By the way, it works the other way around, too, by the way, because sometimes when we look at people's Social Security benefits, that's in today's dollars. That will look a lot different when you're actually getting the money in 10 years or 15 years or whatever it is. So it's a great question, Ed, a good call. But I, I don't know that we would I don't know that I would want to make that change. It's tricky tricky. Well, yeah, again, and I think in a plan, in an actual financial plan that you can sit down and factor in. And in many cases, a good, an advisor is going to try and factor in what the effects, and they'll use oh, yeah. different numbers, what the effects of inflation might be on your portfolio. But once again, we're dealing with an issue that haunts this industry. And that is the, the listener, the client's desire to know something that is utterly and completely not even partially, but completely unknowable, and that's the future. Well, and of course, any type of retirement planning, like a withdrawal rate from your portfolio, the only true withdrawal rate that you can count on is the one in the rearview mirror. There is no the four percent rule. I mean, it really isn't at the end. They're of the all day. guesses. They are all guesses. You have to hope, you know, that I didn't retire the year the market went down. There's all kinds of other factors. Uh, the tax the tax law didn't change. You know, so there. Uh, we try yes. to give when we you're right when we look at retirement income planning we use real market returns and we use inflation going back to the mid 30s we look at this quarter by quarter to see how your portfolio survived historically that remember that is all so don's right everything beyond Still that is hypothetical because you're simply looking back saying i hope the future ends up looking somewhat like the past it may it may not i don't know I mean, once no Amazon owns everything, it's not going to matter anyway, right? You'd be one stock, so it won't be that much trading to do. So, Yeah, we'll be shopping. I read it was a great, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal, why we're not shopping at J.P. Bezos, like J.C. Penny. probably coming. So Yeah, no. Hey, 855-935-TALK is our number on Talking Real Money. Give us a call. And Tim, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tim. Hey, thanks. You know, I'm 69, and so... 
I found that about every 10 years, we're going to run into some kind of a recession. You know, the 60s was Vietnam. The 70s was the interest rates going to 21%, and we all lost our building jobs out here. The 80s, and, and then even up to 2008, we had a recession because I thought NAFTA and GAP, where we sent our jobs overseas, and then uh, the day that Clinton signed that, I said to my friends that I was uh, going to expect a recession out of that. And then we saw it at 2008. And I don't think that we're out of that recession yet. And is there is there a question here, Tim? Is there a question here? <laughs> I was just going to ask if there was a question lurking there somewhere. Well, I'm saying that I didn't um, equate every 10 years of losing something all right you're gonna well, have to hang i gotta out tell you hey tim we'll to, we'll no hey on. tim thanks for the call we yeah. appreciate it 855-935-TALK is the number i think the only thing we can expect now is a zombie apocalypse the rest has already happened we'll be back <laughs> coming soon Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is 100% real investing all the time. There's no business news, no speculative advice, and certainly no lifestyle stuff. It's called Real Investing Journal. I publish it every quarter, and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com. That's realinvestingjournal.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, Tim, 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 Well, Tim, now Tim, I want to finish Tim, with Tim, Tim because Tim, 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 Tim. no, is let he me there? Just say, he's not there. But let me just say something. I mean, oh, this the point of the matter is he's correct. There's always a problem lurking, right? I'm getting some sort of feedback here too from you. Uh, you are hearing you oh, several times. Why, why is it? In, I'm hearing you like many, many, or me many All times. Right. But the point of the matter no. is, you're right. He's right. No. There is generally some sort of meltdown. Generally, some sort of market decline. So, what do you do if you have that knowledge? You prepare uh, yourself. Yeah. Uh, uh, You're prepared yeah. all the time, though. The point is not the, 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 the tariffs or the trouble with China, whatever it is. That is always coming. You need to have a proper balance between stocks and bonds <sighs> to be ready for that. Always. It's just, I got to tell you. <laughs> I can see he really wore you out. Hey, we're only a half hour into the show, buddy. You better pick it up here a little bit. Well, no. It's, th- <laughs> it's, it's, it's that there's an attitude that's a bit exasperating, though. The fact that and, that what? Well, the the one that that and it's predictable every ten years. Oh yeah, okay. You know, yeah, that's, okay. nothing, nothing, nothing. I don't care what you. And it's so funny the way people translate the feelings they had. You know, you feel things all the time. Well, I feel like the market's a little high. I feel like the market's a little low. I feel like the market's a little this. I feel like the world's a little this. And if if something happens after one of those thoughts, you go, Aha! I knew it. I know things. No, you don't. Nobody knows anything. And then about the, the future, nobody knows anything. About the future, nobody knows. And then the statement, you know, at 2008, I think we're still in a recession. Excuse me? The last 10 years have said, been a you recession? You said 2008, you meant 2018. No, I no. he said since 2008, we've been in a recession. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Okay, I misunderstood Yeah, he said that. we're okay. still oh, in I the see. recession from 08. Uh, okay. The biggest. Well, now by definition, we are Stock not. Market, but boom. Yeah, we're not economically so i don't know i mean if if your job never came back after 10 years then i guess you could say you were right 
That's a personal recession. Yeah, right. Okay, right. Your personal recession. But we, okay, maybe we're just, we tend to be a little myopic you in think? our approach to the world. It's ridiculous. I'm tired of it. Here's the thing. You said it. You said <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. This Everybody good... wants to know what the market's going to do so I can prepare for it. Yeah. We guarantee you one thing and one thing only. There's nothing else we can guarantee. We guarantee you someday the market's going to go down somewhat. Maybe a lot, maybe a little, but it's going to go down. Yep. You have but one choice. You can't predict it, but you can, as you said, plan for it. By the way, not one hand raised today when I asked... Who here could take a loss of 25% of their portfolio? Not one really? Not even at 25? And so I said, so now all of you should have at least half your money in bonds. Exactly. Which, which That's really a 50 made people, They're bond really crowd. happy to hear that. Yeah. They're oh, really no, happy they to hear that. Bonds. And then that we're buying emerging markets. We're selling U.S. and buying. They thought that was great. No, I'm oh, kidding. No, that, Nobody thought that was great. Everybody hates that. No, I know they think it's they think it's Crazy. foolish, but but the the reality is here's here's what everybody wants. And and Tim's an example. They want somebody to be able to tell them when the market's going to go down. Then they want to be 100% invested until the day before it goes yeah, down. And get me out. Then they want you to tell them sure. the day before it goes up. That will never ever happen and the reason and this is the reason why so many of you fall prey to those crooks out there who sell those blasted equity indexed annuities promising you the returns in gigantic air quotes of the market with absolutely no risk to your principal it'll never ever go down and how much do you pay me in commission oh of course nothing yeah, nothing. I love that one, Do too. I, I don't make anything off this. You're just a good charity guy. That's all. Help Trying to help people. So I, we're out of time, so we're going to have to go to uh, Jim Cramer no. after the Oh, break. I was planning on going after the break anyway, right. because okay. I had to get through that moment. Are you feel better now? No. You're looking I a still, lot better. By the way, here's one prediction. I want, I you want and I will not look you. any younger in 10 years from now. I can, I'll can. i stand by oh, that okay. prediction. Oh, all wait. Right? No, you're, you're good. Yeah. Good. Well, you go. yeah, I'm, I'm good. I Well... You Unless you think I, you know, so. look better six feet under than <laughs> some. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. You know you need investing in financial advice to enjoy a better future, but you have no idea where to get it, right? The one thing you need most you're probably missing, and that's a plan, because most of the financial services industry is concerned with making the next high commission sale instead of spending the time to understand your needs and fears. If you're looking for a 100% pure fiduciary, and we'll put that in writing, low-cost, fee-only advisor who puts you first, give Vestry a call at 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or visit us online at Vestory, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Yeah, hi, welcome back. When we talk about mad money on this show, we sometimes talk about me getting mad at people who talk about money. It's <laughs> a good point. Takes on a whole new meaning. That's true. <laughs> it does. Mad, mad at money. 855-935-TALK. I need to give you the number so you can give us a call. But, uh, you know, back back in the day, back in the 90s. Back in the day. Way back yeah. in the 90s. That's the that was a 1990s, great, yeah. 1990s. Great okay. decade for, for making lots of dough. Indeed it was. There was this hedge fund manager by the name of James Kramer. 
Now there's a smart guy. I mean, I get accused oh, of being smart, but he's smart. Let me tell you, he claims that during his 12 years as a hedge fund manager, mm-hmm. that he returned 24% per year on average after fees. And here's the part, folks, that the, the it's problematic Wait, about claims. this. Yeah, you can say I could say the same thing. There's no track. There's no way to find out. It's just what totally unaudited. It's it's, it's totally unaudited. But on the back of that, he went on to found the street Mm -hmm. uh, dot com, and he also got the gig at CNBC as uh, Mister Mad Money. Two thousand five was when he started on CNBC. Our friend Dan Solon was on with him once. I remember that. Well, Jim claims that not, he not only did he claim he could do 24% per year, but he claims that his picks are just the best, that he, quote, I have the audio, knows more than anybody. By the way, I do 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every morning, too, before I go to work. That's my claim. Yeah. I, I, I can't verify it's, that. But it's not. Well, is it audited? I'm going to call my accounting firm, Dewey Cheatham and Howe, see if they'll come by and fix that up. But here's the deal. How can he claim to have such great returns when nobody can predict the future? Is he the only one? He's one, you pointed out, really smart guy. He's been around the market. He's worked with the big money. Anybody, though, looked into how he's really done? Yeah, well, that's a nice setup because if you go to ETF.com. <laughs> that was the whole point. Thank you. That's a softball, which, <laughs> while I'm not smart, I can hit that one. Uh, yeah, this is a guy. No, no, no. Wait, you oh, are smart. Okay, thank we you. We had it verified this morning. Larry Swedro, one of our favorite writers, just wrote a great piece about this. came out on August 10th, ETF.com. The headline is, Swedro says, don't go mad money because the study is... That uh, the Mad Money Guy, Jim Cramer's portfolio from 2000, I got to make sure I got the numbers right, August 1st, 2001 Mm -hmm. through the end of last year. That would be December 31st, 2017. Had you just bought and held the S&P 500, you made a paltry 6.8% a year annualized. Mm, Kind of in line with what we were talking about last half hour. Pretty good. Yeah. So, but if you follow Jim Cramer's mad money. How did I do? How did I do? How did I do? You didn't win. 4.1% annualized. So that sounds like more than 2.5% per year difference. I remember our first call from Ed was hey, it makes a big difference when 2% a year. Yeah. Especially over, you know, like 15, 16 years. A huge difference. So, no, uh, Mr. Cramer. While espousing his stock picking ability and market timing and all that stuff, hasn't worked out. Well, and it's funny. Uh, there's a company that I used. I loved it when they used to do this. I don't know why they stopped. It's a company called CXO Advisory, mm-hmm. and they used to track all the gurus. Yeah, all those who. Uh, so that, all they of don't them. do that anymore now, huh? They don't do that anymore. They stopped several years ago. I think they finished in like. 2012, 2013, but when they ended, if I remember, yeah, no, here, I got it. Yeah, I they, got it. I found piece, it. When yeah. they stopped doing it, Jim Cramer's accuracy of percentage accuracy. Well, now, now, okay, let's talk about random chance for a minute. I flip a coin a lot of times. How many times, what's the, well, how many times going to be heads? Oh, come roughly? on. All right, it's about 50. 50. Yeah, okay, right, 50. You we'll, you, we'll go well, with it depends 50. depends if it's the right type of coin or not, but okay, we'll go with 50. So if you just flip, flipped stock picking coins, uh, buy, sell, buy, sell, you would do about, you'd be yeah. right about 50% of the That's time. That's right. Jim Cramer, 
right? 46.8% of the time. You got a bad coin. You got a, you got a terrible you coin. Fix that coin, son. But, you know what's even funny? Remember back in the day, Robert Prechter? Oh, of course. Remember him way yeah. back when? I'm trying to remember what 20 is. 21%. Accuracy. Yeah, this guy. So this guy went through and documented all that. I forget what pre- it wasn't. His like anim- waves or something. The wave theory. Elliot wave theory. Right. Elliot yeah. wave theory. This guy's yeah, come up with yeah. this stuff. Yeah, hey, hey, make it up and then What's wrong they with pretend the tea leaves? Come they're on. right. Well, yeah, but we, you know, of of the most famous, of the most famous of the famous, Kramer's one of the worst. I mean, Ken Fisher came in at 66%. Yeah, nobody knows what his track record is anymore. Oh, you mean just Bob Brinker came in at 53. Gary Kultbaum at 53. So so these are predictions Jim that, that uh, Ken Fisher must have made in Forbes that people later said. I mean, because he doesn't That's do it. It's the only place, publicly. right. It had yeah. to have been, through from, it had to have been public, public things. 855-935-TALK, the number. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. I just recently created a new and massively improved interactive edition of Financial Physics on iBooks, but I don't want to leave out those without an Apple device, although no other platform offers their interactivity. I have, however, created a free static PDF version of Financial Physics with an F that you can get right now at TalkingRealMoney.com. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock over there. This is Talking Real Money, the show where we really try, really try to make money easier for you to deal with so that you can make more money. But you have to accept some simple scientific truths. You really do. You have to give up a lot of the belief in myth and legend and financial alchemy and start accepting that there are academically researched, scientifically-based facts that should guide your decisions. 855-935-TALKS, the number. Scott, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Scott, how are you today? Hey, good. You hear me okay? We do indeed. How can we help you? So I've got a question about, I guess, maybe a little bit different kind of investment, uh, a specific thing. Uh, can I just say the name of it? Absolutely. Go ahead. Hit us. Uh, uh, lending Club? Are you familiar with it, or what do you think about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Scott, Scott, Go Scott, for it, Tom, Scott. and then I'll follow up. <laughs> well, first tell us why, because this gets directly back to what Don just mentioned a minute ago. Tell us why you're either in it or interested in it. Um, well, I guess the basic reason was my brother recommended it, uh, considering it, and uh, they, they seem to have you know, moderately good returns in like the, uh, I'm thinking like the 9 to 12% range. Um, you know, it's not, obviously not guaranteed. Um, nope. But they, they seem to manage the their uh, loans that they do fairly well uh, as a source for making money. Um, so it's, I don't know, it seems like it, it's a different, <sighs> different option than the uh, stock market. Oh yes, that it, is. it is definitely different. <laughs> let me let me tell you how I feel about it, and it really has to be based on a feeling because once again, we cannot predict the future. Not a lot of transparency but, either, by the way. Yeah, uh, here's the problem with this peer lending concept. You, would you explain that first, Don? 
Oh, sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You, you, you yeah. want to borrow money. You yep. know, you need to borrow some money. You go to Lending Club. Lending Club looks at your credit rating and all kinds of other stuff, how much you owe. And then they go out and match you with somebody, basically, who lends you the money and you promise to pay them back. You're becoming the bank. Does You're that, the bank. Does that match your understanding of this, Scott? Um, yeah, except that it's not, I don't, uh, it's not a one-to-one match. No, your money right, goes into right. a pool that then gets yeah, go, yeah. But it's not out. a one-to-one yeah, exactly. match. Yeah, but yeah. what you're doing is you are, this is like yeah. a, a kind of a wacky bank. You When you put your money right. in the bank, you let the money, you let the bank lend your money to people yep. and they mark it up and they pay you a little bit. At Lending Club, they supposedly pay you a lot more. But herein lies the problem. One, it's new. It's really a new concept. It has never been tested by a serious recessionary environment. Never been tested. Mm. This thing, I, let me tell you a little story. I'm going to tell you a real quick little story from back in 2007. I sat on a board that was that had hired someone at, I don't know, I think it was A.G. Edwards, to invest their money. And they wanted, of course, this this nonprofit wanted a higher return on their money. So the broker said, well, I can get you a better return, a much better return than the banks on these auction rate notes. And no one's these ever auction. lost money. And you can always get your money. Remember, they always right. said that. You could That's always what, get your money. I, I'm talking to the broker yeah. about it. And he goes, they've been totally, he said, they're totally safe. I said, who guarantees them? Nobody. I said, then how are they totally safe? He goes, because no they're one, you can, you, you can get out every day. You can go to the auction and yeah. get out every day. I said, well, what happens if you can't? That's never What do you mean happened. if you can't? It's no. never happened. Yep. You've always been able to get out until 2008 when the market for auction rate notes dried up, not a little, oh, completely. Gosh. It was a big story. Completely. Yep. Auction rate securities. Nobody wanted them. There were defaults all over the place. People lost. They, their money ended up being tied up instead of for a week or two or three or you know 12 months for eight and nine and 10 and 12 years. This thing could unravel so fast it will make your head spin. And because they're not a security, they don't have to be vetted. They don't have to be approved. They don't have any rules that help protect the investors. So on a, on, on a scale of risk, I would put this dramatically higher than the stock market. And uh, But not as high as Bitcoin. You can still get into Bitcoin no, and make money. No, not as high as Bitcoin. No. <laughs> it really makes no. money. I mean, no, this gets because Scott, I, I, mean, I always believe that investing in air is, is more <laughs> risky than investing in even a deadbeat. The reason I ask you about why is this always gets back to what uh, I, hate, I don't want to pick on you, Scott, because you sound like a nice guy. Because, he is a nice guy. Because people always think, I don't want to just make what stocks and bonds have made. I want to make more than that, and I want to do it easier. And we, So these new things always come along, and as Don said, auction rate securities aren't new, but, but it sounded like a great deal, especially for people that wanted to make a little bit more with their cash and wanted complete liquidity, until it wasn't. So I trust the big like the you know a massive number of stocks i don't trust them one at a time i trust the bond government bond market generally i know those things reasonably well i don't know lending club and therefore i would be reticent to trust it that's why again i know it but i know that you can't know that's the problem you can understand the concept you can empirically it makes you know it makes sense but what happens in the worst case scenario i guarantee you that even they don't know what happens in the worst case scenario because they're making money counting on 
best case scenarios. And are you going to be talking about this at your class on September 15th in Renton? No. Oh, okay. I was going to sign no. up then. No, it's not going to be in my class, but a lot of other things will. As a matter of fact, you may not even know this, oh, but I decided me. that given that this is a brand new class, yeah. I haven't done my class it's in ages. still in the laboratory and, working on it right and, now? And since then, I've created the Better Retirement oh, Guidebook, yeah. which is people love the Better Retirement yeah. Guidebook. I am redoing the class completely based on the Better Retirement Guidebook. So now it's called The Science of Retirement. Yeah, it's not just investing. And why do you call it science? Because it's based on decades and decades of research into how building wealth for retirement should be done. And by the way, if you come to the class, here's the deal. This is funny. The class right now, if you early bird it, it's five bucks. No, five bucks. But you don't get breakfast or anything. No, you get a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. All right. But you do get a hardcover copy. It's beautiful. Better retirement guidebook. And I think and those, the class is cool. Every time I think we're running low on those, I turn around. There's like another 500. So I think they're reproducing I just in the keep back room the, or something. No. I don't know what's going no, on. No, I keep I keep cranking them out on the printing press ah, in the uh, waterlogged basement. I'm just cranking on. them out. It's amazing. So that well, I was trying to give you a, a cheap piece of a promotional opportunity there. So you're doing this class on the 15th of September. Yeah. in Renton. It's, it's a Saturday Renton. morning thing, right? Saturday morning. Okay, couple thing. couple of hours on has to building be at, wealth. Has and to be at eight thirty. Yeah. Why does it have to be at eight oh, thirty? You got to get out of there. Because I got to get out of there and do the show. Uh, okay. So it's at eight so thirty. Couple at hours. Yeah. Wow. That's early. Are you going to be able to do that? I'm good. You're not a morning no. guy. I'm not a morning person, so I'll not. be the guy. I'll be the guy up, up with the IV of coffee. <laughs> that brown <laughs> IV bag. You see. Drip. Okay. Yeah, I'll be dripping <laughs> caffeine into the veins. Right. So, and where can they sign uh, but up? But it is, a, I don't know, uh, talkingrealmoney.com. All yes, right. that's, that's it. That's my shameless plug. No. I was trying to help you. Let me tell you, talkingrealmoney.com is a resource for everything. Everything? You want to know anything about everything about investing <laughs> is that talking. We even have a retirement tool now. I don't know. We got stuff. We got risk quizzes. We Go to talkingrealmoney.com and sign up for the class while it's still early bird priced. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your number one financial goal must be retirement. As we live longer, our need for a substantial retirement nest egg has grown. That's why you must have a plan. And to help you map your route to a brighter future, I created Vestory's Better Retirement Guidebook. And you can get a free PDF copy right now at retirebetterbook.com. It's truly free and there is no obligation. So get your Better Retirement Guidebook now at retirebetterbook.com, Retire betterbook.com your guides to a really great financial future tom and don are talking real money and i i want those people who are huddled in the traffic room looking at their little traffic screens to make sure that on saturday the 15th uh, at about 11 a.m that i5 is clear from renton all the way to seattle just make sure that's clear clear it for me I need to get to the show. Uh, and the reason I need to get to the show is because I'm teaching a class that morning. And the class is, by the way, the class is the replacement for our Retire Meet South. We're not doing a Retire Meet South this year. As a matter of fact, we're only going to do Retire Meet Central from now on. So instead of that, I'm doing the Science of Retirement, a brand new class, never been done before. If you've seen classes before, you've not seen this one, get your tickets now at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. 
is that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.